Greyhound leader to trap one. Emergency alert to all radar stations. Welcome to the Trap One Podcast. My name is Mark McManus. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Simon Ibison, writer of the charming Dad Daughter Doctor blog, in which he charts watching each episode of 21st Century Doctor Who with his nine-year-old daughter. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Simon. Thank you very much. It's it's nice to be here. So what gave you the idea for the blog? Um, originally, I kind of wanted like an excuse to watch Doctor Who with her and thought I'd like sort of put in an educational aspect to it in the terms of just getting her writing things and so that was that was how it started with her actually writing a review on paper um and it didn't really i didn't it, i love the stuff that she wrote but she didn't do very much of it i don't think she actually likes writing particularly yeah. um so however I wanted to get a sort of, like I say, get an excuse for doing it. And I thought, well, that would be a useful thing. So that's that's where that started. And it's sort of, I deliberately did about five, um, sort of got five, about several ready before, because I knew that I would probably change what I wanted it to look like. So that was the sort of idea. And then it's become a little bit more about just recording this experience that's that's quite pleasant. Yeah, definitely. I always thought um, I haven't got any kids, but um, that would be getting trying to get them into Doctor Who would be uh, would be something uh, I'd like to do. Um, and I think nine is is a great age for it as well. That was the age I was when I started watching yeah. Doctor Who. Um, what what was your sort of um, early experiences of Doctor Who? Can you remember your first well, story it, or? It, it was it was Remembrance, uh, ah. absolutely all the way. Um, I think I was sort of just at the perfect age for it. And I've got so what did you is that eighty seven something like that eighty eight I think yeah eighty eight season eighty eight twenty five yeah so, so I'd have been ten then and I was already sort of into uh, Hitchhiker's Guide so Hitchhiker's Guide being a funny thing sort of was a bit of a gateway drug into other areas of sci fi and stuff like that so Remembrance of the Daleks first off that was me gone sorted yeah brilliant I. I'm very similar, but I started watching the story after that with the Happiness Patrol. Right. And I think it was the yeah. other kids at school talking about Remembrance um, because it was it was quite hit when it came out, wasn't it? Um, yeah. It, it really sort of revitalized it. And I thought, this sounds great. I need to start watching this. Um, and whether somebody said, oh, we'll wait until the new story starts or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it was years before I got to see Remembrance. It was always this sort of tantalizing thing. I'd read the book and everything. Uh, and was desperate to see it. Uh, which is a brilliant oh, I, story, isn't I it? had a, I had a massive collection of the books as a kid, um, and even um, uh, I had, and I gave it away. I sold it in the end, and I really regret this. But I had an autographed copy of Dragonfire, um, because uh, Sylvester McCoy was doing panto in Manchester, and my mum and dad, God bless them, uh, let me wait outside the stage door, clutching this. Yeah. This 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 copy of Dragonfire that I later sold for some reason in a moment of madness. Yeah, so I've been sort of I've I've got an eBay search running for sort of Dragonfire signed ever since. That's uh, yeah, it's a familiar sort of story. That sort of um, to a certain age and then and then kind of growing out of it to some extent and, and and getting rid of stuff. And then with the new series coming back, 
the it kind of a, a all coming back and and wishing you hadn't got rid of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dragonfire was um, the first or second target book that I read as well. Oh um, right, I remember I got that on War Machines. There was some kind of book club at school where you could be. We got a catalog, <laughs> and I can remember that that one and only time that we were ever sort of shown it and given that opportunity. So we ordered the two Doctor Who books that were in it, um, and because they're numbered consecutive, didn't didn't realize that they weren't consecutive stories or anything. I had very little idea about you know previous doctors and stuff at that point. Um, well, that and, yeah. I, I remember. I think I had knowledge of um, like the concept of regeneration before I started watching it. I think I knew. I I don't know if I've since made this up. I seem to remember Colin Baker like being on TVAM or something like that. One of those, you know, those morning settee shows. Yeah. And I, I seem to remember that happening. So I had a concept of it before that. And I think I was, as I think a lot of people are, a little bit fascinated by the concept of regeneration. When, when the sort of the videos were available and stuff, it would always be like either the regeneration story or the first story of the next doctor that I'd sort of home in on. Yeah, as much as I could, because they just fascinated me. I think, yeah, even kind of the general public, it's it, there's always a bit of a, a bump in viewing figures and things, and that people want to see the regeneration and uh, the, well, the, what a new doctor is going to be like. Well, my 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 little girl is she keeps asking how many episodes it is until Eccleston regenerates. Right. She she she's always wanting to know. Yeah. So she's sort of fascinated by that concept as well, and it's quite nice that her first one that she sees live is is going to be Jodie Whittaker. Yeah, that's brilliant. So so you haven't told her um, how, how far you've got until Eccleston turns into Tenant then, is that...? Uh... Oh, no, no, I have, yeah, oh, right. I have. She's always like, how many more episodes is yeah. it now? How many is this? Which is this one? What's got... What, 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 what? She's just fascinated by the by the concept, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, I sort of... Uh, um, we had a funny uh, experience the day that Jodie Whittaker was announced... Um, I'd wanted to take her to see Wonder Woman because I thought, you know, she, it's a it's a you know superhero female led but also female directed film, um, and I thought, you know, I want want to take her to that. So we went into Manchester, and it was that day that it was being announced uh, who the new Doctor was, and we we basically went into Wonder Woman. We came out of the cinema a couple of hours later, and Doctor Who was a woman. And it was just like this amazing sort of moment of, you know, I don't know, just sort of women getting proper roles on, on, on screen and stuff like that. So I sort of, we were getting the tram back from Manchester and I was sort of welling up on the tram like, oh, yeah. it's so wonderful. So did you watch the video together at that point? We, d- we yeah. did, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sat there and I'm, you know, it's, and that minute when, when she pulls her rod off and I, I, was, I was filling up. Yeah. On the, I mean, I, ne- I don't cry at anything, but I was, I was filling up when that was happening. That was uh, just a really exciting, amazing moment. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a great moment, really iconic, and and the music's great on that as well. Um, it's not <laughs> something you sort of talk about, but um, you sort of watch it back two or three times, and the way the music builds up and everything, it's it's excellent, isn't it? Yeah, great. very much so. Uh, it does feel really like this year exciting. is a is a bit sort of. Um, Few changes because uh, I don't know if you've seen the new Star Trek as well. I'm not really a big Star Trek fan, but I've been watching Discovery, the new 
spin-off series. Yeah, I've, I've been watching that as well. I'm like a, a mid-level Star Trek fan. I have got a lot of the DVDs, but I, I've sort of probably only watched most of them once. I think I knew Star Trek more through either the, the TV cartoon um, or the films themselves. Yeah. I remember absolutely loving Star Trek Four. Just 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 one of those films we had on video that I'd watch again and again. But I've 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 watched I think I'm about three episodes into Discovery now. That seems really good. Yeah. I'm trying to get me other app to watch it. I'm enjoying it so far. I have only really watched The Next Generation when it was on kind of growing up and then didn't really bother with um Deep Space Nine and things like that. Um but no, yeah, I've not, um, yeah, I've not watched any of those other ones. But her, that that having a, a female central character um, is is a different spin on it, isn't it? Well, even having a central character in Star Trek seems different because it's normally much more of an ensemble, um, and it's not the captain so, as well. Yeah, and and having yeah, that sort of. Well, I, I didn't know anything about it going into it as well, and um, not to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. But the the switch after the second episode came yes. totally as a yes, surprise that was to me. Quite quite shocking uh, and and the way that the way that that story is developing it's basically the sort of thing you might expect to happen in like the first episode of something yeah and then that sets the whole scene but they took a, a little while to get there so it's yeah i'm enjoying that in some things it would it would be a, almost a pre-title sequence or something wouldn't it yes um, but yeah, yeah this sort of the origin and, story and jason isaacs is a as a very sort of Sinister captain as well. It's um, yeah, yeah. He's, he's kind of, but but again, also because it's him, you sort of all instantly believe he could be like that. Yeah, definitely. I think it, we'll get back to Doctor Who in a minute. Obviously, the, um, the slightly <laughs> odd choice is the is the Klingons speaking in Klingon for very long scenes, um, but subtitled into English underneath. It's such an odd choice. It is. It makes those scenes. But they're also quite visually weird as well, yeah. because of all this sort of the very spiky gilded armor that they've got and uh, all that sort of stuff. But I, I watch a reasonable amount of foreign TV, you know, like sort of you know Scandi crime yeah. dramas and things like that, and I'm not bothered by reading the telly. But I find those Klingon sayings just a bit weird. Because it's a made-up language as well, and I just think the, the poor actors that they're already in the sort of about an inch of latex, aren't they? And then they're having to try and emote through through all the rubber in a in a made-up language. Um, yeah, it's it must a bit, just be yeah. really odd for them. Yeah, <laughs> five years at Rada. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, but in, enjoyable so far. And um, let's say with that Doctor Who. Um, Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman by far being the most popular successful element of the the DC uh, um, comic universe or whatever they're calling it yeah well I'm not particularly I've not seen any of the other DC ones of the films you know I've sort of dabbled in a little little bit of Arrow uh, on the telly and stuff like that but I've not seen you know Batman versus Superman or anything um, I'm not that I'm sort of massively into that bit of all of that at all, but it was ju- it was just this idea of taking a little girl to see. There's this. There's this have, you, have you seen Wonder Woman? I haven't yet. No, I, I missed it at the cinema, but it's it's, it's on my <laughs> the, list. There's this amazing scene in it where young Wonder Woman is looking over a cliff, 
uh, and she's watching the other sort of um, the other uh, they're Amazonian, aren't they? She's watching the other Amazons train, and they're not fighting; they're training, and they're like you know vaulting off horseback and somersaulting and firing arrows when they do it, and you can see. This little sort of, she's about meant to be about six years old or something, one woman at that point. And you can see her, she does this sort of punching with the fists, like she's just watching all these women being amazing. And it's it's a really, really powerful sort of scene. And as we walked out of, of the cinema, and I'm, we're talking to my girl about this, um, I, I, I say, like, what was your favourite bit? And she says it was that bit when, you know, she was on the cliff. And so she's seen this sort of, this this image of this little girl rejoicing in the sort of sort of the technical prowess of all these other amazing women and then that you know throw onto that you know Jodie Whittaker's hood coming down and I'm just I'm a, a bit of a mess I'm yeah. just sort of crying on the tram so is it, is this the first time that your daughter's watched the series with this well she... she's we've had a few aborted attempts over the years I thought that she would be ready for it a few years ago. Um, and so, you know, as a, as you do, started with Rose. And the the button the scared the hell out of her. Right. It's that um, thing that is a normal thing that can be a scary thing. That's yeah. what seems to really get her. Um, right. So those, particularly the brides that burst through um, this sort of shop window. Yeah, that that really got her. But then now she remembered it because we watched we've we've got up to the empty child because I'm sort of um, so some, we got up to the empty child. And then she mentioned at some point and I'd forgotten this, that I showed her. I think I must have tried to think of one that would be lighter. And I showed her the girl in the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's got flipping clockwork robots, yeah. that, you know. <laughs> jump out at you and that that grab your feet under the bed so i and i picked it and it's absolutely terrifying yeah. when you put it like that <laughs> so do you know what i mean she it is she's aware of it she's been aware of it before but this is the first time we've properly watched it she got so enough into it um that she she came with me to cardiff um, over the summer to uh, to go to the Doctor Who experience before it had shut down before oh, it shut down because I'd never yeah. been there before. So she she came on a road trip to me with car uh, with me to Cardiff. Yeah, ah, oh, that's good. She got the opportunity to fly the TARDIS and uh, and all that sort of stuff with the um, oh yeah. Peter Capaldi directing. Yeah, yeah, she uh, she did. She's very proud that she collected one of the crystals that you needed to do. Yeah, uh, to sort of to sort of help everything. So. That was uh, that was quite an experience. She seems to be. I was worried because um, I'm writing this one up at the moment, but I was worried that the empty child was going to sort of break her a little bit. Yeah, because uh, she she really one. doesn't like the empty child. That yeah. sort of that oddly mundane thing that's sort of become terrifying. Um, so uh, I, I think that she's up up for the next one i think she's sort of ready for you know the doctor dances yeah it's um the the last time i went to the doctor exhibition i went in february um and it was it was kind of during a weekday and it wasn't school holidays or anything like that and it's a real shame there was no kids there um it was all adults (laughs) so 
the the interactive part and the flying the TARDIS, it was all kind of wasted um, just on a, on a load of sort of embarrassed sort of British adults, like, you know, being sort of uh, pushed forward by the partners to do the bit where you have to uh, work on the controls and, and, and pick the crystals up and, and things like that. It had been been great because kids just get really get into it and, and react properly. Well, it's um, it's funny now, sort of re-experiencing this Doctor Who that I, you know, I mean, the first few series I would have watched again and again and again and again. Um, uh, and I know a lot of those episodes inside out, but it's quite odd um, re-experiencing those through her eyes. And it's really weird, some of the things that she notices. Yeah. So there's um, so she she's watched series ten with me. In fact, that was that was what really sort of cracked her into it because I thought, oh, Bill's coming along. I reckon she might like Bill, mm-hmm. right? You know, we'll 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 sit down and, and watch all of that. And so then she she really hooked into Bill as a character, um, and so she, we watched most of that series. Um, and there's things that she notices. So we're watching. We watch Thin Ice, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a part in Thin Ice where he does the um, oh you go it's, he sends Bill to go and get changed, and uh, it's like oh it's left uh, three you know third on the left behind the bins past the tennis court. He does that joke, yeah, right, and he does the same joke to Rose in the Unquiet Dead. Right, and I'd never, never noticed or remembered that, and she's picking up on odd little things like that. Yeah. So it's really she then like when we watch the long game. So you've got Adam. She's then likening the long game to the end of the world because it's like, oh, it's the first trip with this person. Let's chuck him a random amount into the future. Yeah. Which I just thought was a really interesting observation that I'd never have spotted. Yeah, and with that, you've got the thing of uh, of how they react, isn't it? How Rose reacts versus Adam. Uh, Absolutely, Rose's companion material and uh, and Adam's uh, unsuited to the to the task. Yeah, I actually did a, a similar sort of blog a few years ago where I made my wife watch all the James Bond movies. In made order. my wife so, nice. Yeah, <laughs> it pretty much was that as well. <laughs> um, which is double um, seven grandslam dot com. Uh, if anybody should want to have a look at it, um, <laughs> and there's a lot of fun. I think when you know what's going to come up, kind of uh, anticipating how they're going to react. I mean, with my wife, it was, it was, she would always properly kick off quite amusingly at, at the sexism, which you've got in the early, the Bond films particularly. Yeah. Um, but I guess for you, you know, it's this kind of scary bits or funny bits that you, you know she's going to really enjoy. Um, there's, there's the odd thing that takes you by surprise. Like, um, I've forgotten the tree's name in uh, uh, End of the World, uh, but she uses the word prostitute. Right. When she's talking to, you know, she's, she's, she's trying to work out what the Rose, Rose and the Doctor's relationship, and she says, oh, is it uh, concubine, prostitute? And that absolutely shocked me there for a minute, and I'd sort of, you are, I'm, I'm obviously anticipating the scary bits and stuff like that, but then there's just these things that really take you by surprise. Yeah, that she might sort of say, "What does that mean?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, she she missed that word, so I did yeah. not have to explain that. One. <laughs> Is there anything in particular that you you're particularly looking forward to us seeing, apart from the regeneration? Any anything that's coming up for next? I'm I'm really. I mean, I love the Christmas invade. Is it? It's the Christmas invasion. That first. Um, 
proper tenant episode, isn't it? I've got the right one there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I think that's a great episode. Um, but there's individual, like I'm worried as hell about getting to blink. Yeah. Um, because you know it's that. I mean, I was when the first time I saw Blink, I happened to go to like a large garden centre the next day where there were statues everywhere. And I, I was absolutely crap. I was just, just scared. Yeah. Um, but I'm really looking forward. She knows who the master is. She knows who Missy is, right? Yeah. I'm really looking forward to Utopia, which I know we watch like one every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, you know, Professor Yana and she'll not, she'll not, she'll not get it. She won't know that that's the master. Yeah. And I'm really excited about that moment when she's going to work it out. I just think that that, that will be absolutely brilliant. Yeah, definitely. That's because uh, I think as fans as well, we, as much as you try and avoid spoilers, you, you get an idea of what's coming up and then things are spoiled on, on trailers and, and different things like that. But I'm, for I'm every, trying not, Sorry, sorry, carry on. I was going to say, for every subsequent generation that watches it now, they're going to have those surprises, like even um, the Master coming back in, in the last series, in Series 10. Um, uh, yeah. There was a lot of um, kind of fan backlash that, um, you know, John Sim had already been revealed in the in the trailer and things like that. But for every generation of kids that, that come back to this now, that's going to be a great moment again, isn't it? And, uh, and what's great for your daughter is, all these things that we would have been aware of over the last few years as these series came out, it's going to be some big surprises coming. Yep. Do you, I've not listened to your episode uh, on um, uh, uh, when uh, did you get Razor as being um, John Sim in heavy makeup? I it did about halfway did you spot through. That? Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'd, you've been in quite a few scenes, and then there was just some some look or intonation or, or sort of tone of his voice that, that it kind of clicked. Um, yeah. But still a brilliant thing to do. I think really kind of audacious way of, of having him in that whole episode uh, and then revealing at the end. And it's a proper classic master in exactly. disguise, wasn't it? And I like how they then, they, they also got in a line straight away um, where Look, I had to disguise myself because I'd been prime minister, right? Yeah. Remember that. Because is it is it time flight where he's pointlessly disguised? Yeah, he's, he's Khaled, is it? Um, even it's when something he's on like his that, own, yeah. no reason for it. <laughs> even when he's on his own, he's in character. Uh, yeah, in disguise. It, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's like the the mark of the Rani when he's dressed as the scarecrow at the start as well. Um, <laughs> For no purpose, doesn't serve any purpose whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's nice that it was justified here because uh, they reveal in the second part as well, don't they? That um, he'd ruled that city uh, before they re- rose up against him. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's such a good story that that last two parts. I think it's my favourite season finale. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I'd agree with that one. Very, very good. I'm- I'm really looking forward to uh, my girl getting to Amy Pond as well. Yeah. I think she I, she might be my favourite companion. I think because she is so sort of properly feisty and not sort of passive at all. Yeah. In a, I think she's a really different companion than some of the others. 
that's sort of one of the key things that I'm looking for. In fact, I think as much as I think like Utopia is my favorite episode, the the cold opener to uh, a good man goes to war. Yeah, where it's um, it's it's Rory on the Cyberman spaceship, and you've got um, uh, uh, Amy talking to sort of Baby Melody as it is. Yeah, um, and that moment there, I just think I'm so excited by getting to that moment. I'm hoping that I'll be able to keep, you know, who River Song really is from her. Yeah, I, th- I think that she might. She has a habit of, like with the Harry Potter films, she's got into those and she's reading the books, but she's bought like, she's got like um, uh, one of these sort of fact file books. And so she's had some slight spoilers on things just because they're in these fact file books. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping to be able to keep the sort of the whole of the thing about River Song sort of away from her because I think that'd be an absolutely beautiful payoff for her. Yeah, it's great to get that really honest reaction as well, isn't it? That's um, yeah. Like, um, I imagine what it'd be like at the experience when you see the the concerts on TV, and there's the kids in the audience when the the monsters start coming out and walking down the aisles. It's absolutely brilliant to see the kids, the faces when a Cyberman walks past or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's that I think as as fans you. We, we, well, we're exposed to so much behind-the-scenes stuff, aren't we? I mean, I read the magazine every month. Um, you get the DVDs, and I watch all the kind of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, but watching it as a kid, it is much more immersive, and, and you're into the story. And um, well, that's that's one of the key things about watching it with her. That's quite fascinating. I came at, at Doctor Who as a kid from a you know oh let's consume this other piece of science fiction. Mm. So it was, I was looking for a science fiction thing, which that isn't her thing. That isn't what she's looking for. Yeah. So she's just reacting to stories. So I thought, you know, the bit in, uh, at, the, at the end of series 10, where it's the spaceship and it's times moving faster at one end to the other. I'm like, brilliant, brilliant bit of science fiction. You know, I love the idea. She don't care. She yeah. doesn't pay any attention to that. She just follows the story. Yeah. So it's this really different experience for her going on. And any sort of temptation to show any of the, the old stuff? Thinking like when um, when Sarah Jane comes in um, in school reunion, if it if it's like oh god, uh, I'm I'm going to get her through all yeah. all 21st century Doctor Who first. Um, and I'm going to see how that goes. We did, um, funnily enough, when it was the 50th, um, we watched uh, on an, uh, the first episode of An Earthly Child. Right. Um, and, sh- and, you know, I made her and my girlfriend uh, watch it. And we all enjoyed it. We, you know what I mean? She, she, they, they hooked into that. Yeah. Because, of course, it's an amazing episode. Definitely, yeah. Um, so I'm not going to sort of... I'm not going to do that straight away. I have notions in like sort of, you know, when she's older or something, doing this again with Game of Thrones or something like that, just to yeah. see how that would work. But that's obviously quite a few years away. Yeah. So I'll be watching <laughs> such a thing with my uh, my young girl. 
Yeah, or you could do Torchwood as well. That's uh, that's something that you'd have to wait for well, quite a few years. So. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking about that. I mean, again, it just it just just rattling on about Utopia, but that Captain Jack moment is all the sweeter when you've seen this sort of the end of the relevant episode of Torchwood. Yeah, that's it. And then so, uh, but, Torchwood coming back into it as well, don't they? In um, oh, I'm, these are the ones the the sort of Series finales, I can never remember the names of. Is it the Stolen Earth? World's End or Stolen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Stolen Earth. Um, well, we, we funnily enough, we went down. As, as I say, we went down to Cardiff and obviously went and um, there was a huge. Uh, the weekend there was the weekend we were there. The day we were there, there was a huge fun fair on uh, the Roldal Plas. So it it I obviously know you know the the the, the big sort of fountain tower thing really well and you know you've seen it in odd episodes of Doctor Who and stuff like that but then to sort of suddenly see this filming location with a fun fair on it instead yeah it looked like Torchwood had just sort of gone off on a really weird tangent yeah <laughs> brought back the celestial toy maker or something for an episode <laughs> nice so, um, do you think we've had some news this week? Um, well, some some rumours anyway in the mirror that the the setup of the next series might be quite different, or somewhat different, with with ten episodes of an hour each. That's interesting. I mean, I think they could handle it. I think they could do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think they could certainly sustain um, an hour's episode. Um, great. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm all for, you know, seeing a bit of a different thing. I find that because, of course, the, the the Eccleston episodes are about forty odd minutes, and I think they're, they're longer now, aren't they? A lot of them. Yeah, I think because that was the thing with that first series. They were they they brought in the the next time trailers, didn't they? Because they were under running. Oh right! I believe that's right. I'm sure I read that somewhere. Ah, right. Um, okay. But now right. they've become kind of just part of the part of it haven't they where there's always a, a sort of a next time bit before the credits roll um right but yeah i remember the first few years that doctor who was back thinking other than the two parts all the stories just felt too short um but i've kind of got used to it now the sort of 45 minute format so um yeah but it will give them more time maybe maybe which way they go with it like the old series they'd arrive on a planet and explore a bit more you'd, you'd have more of the guest characters and Things like that. So it's uh, if if true, it does sound like quite an interesting uh, way to go with it. Um, it's oh. it's it's all fascinating. What's going to happen in this sort of, you know, obviously new era of mm. it all? Bring it on. Let's let's see what they can do. Definitely, yeah. It, it always needs a shake up every few years. Uh, so yeah. whatever they bring, and the other stuff, it seemed like they were going to do anyway, wasn't it? As a new sonic screwdriver and a new con- control room. Yeah, that kind of comes along with with a new doctor and a showrunner. So that is, is this is this always the thing now? Do we always get a new console room every doctor? Do we think it's yeah? There was only small change, wasn't it, between Capaldi's and um, and Smiths, where they, they brought. But this in, was quite uh, new already, wasn't it? You know, yeah. what I mean, that he'd not had that one long. He'd only had it from in, the, you know, in what we'd seen. Yeah, and they brought in it was just some bookshelves and things, wasn't it, and uh, and, and some yeah. superficial changes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. A, an interesting thing. Mm. 
feel like it'll be just a drip feed of, of information now, won't it be sort of a new costume and the companion casting and uh, writers being announced and things. It'll just crank up the uh, the excitement until it's finally on. Yeah. Um, you'll be quite a way through by the time the next series comes on, won't you? Because you think sort of well, uh, autumn next year. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be that'll be sort of quite an quite an exciting thing. Obviously, I'm obviously you know. <sighs> I, I do want to see if there's any um, cinema showings of the Christmas episode this year that she and I can go to. Yeah. Because I think that would just be a really exciting way to experience that particular moment. And I'm really looking forward to sort of David Bradley being uh, the first Doctor. I think that's quite exciting. Yeah, very much so. Really, really interested to see what he does with that. I know they've announced some cinema screenings in North America. Yeah, but I haven't I did, seen anything did... over here yet. Oh well, so. it, it, that that'd be that'd be a really lovely way to sort of experience that. Other than that, it'll be she and I glued to the uh, telly on Christmas Day. Yeah, sort of uh, there, ready for it. And you think you'll record that one at the time? Or I'll wait until you get to that point in the chronological. No, no, we'll we'll what we've watched we've watched series ten, right? Because it, that was how I sort of hooked her into Bill. Yeah. So we'll watch we'll watch the the Christmas episode. Hopefully, it won't sort of um, there won't be too many spoilers yeah. of sort of other things um, that have happened already. And uh, yeah, we'll de- we'll definitely watch it because she's she's excited about the concept of regeneration anyway. Mm. But she'd be really excited about Jodie Whittaker, so I think that'll be a really great thing. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, and then the other news this week, which it's been rumored for a while, there's a new version of Sharda being released. Um, yeah, I'm I'm quite a low level fan in some respects, um, and. I, I don't. I think I might only have one of the other versions of Sharda, so I've not. I'm not sort of. I haven't got multiple exhaustive copies. I did see yeah. some sort of quite funny tweets and stuff this week that were basically <laughs> like Lala Ward going, "Oh God, not again!" Yeah. <laughs> um, so that amused me. So, but I'm not. You know, I'll I'll probably buy that. I'll be up for that. See what that's like. I do really like the reconstructed animated episodes in general. Yeah, I do. I think that's a really interesting thing to do, and it's way better than having these stories sort of languishing, sort of in non-existence. Definitely. So that should be great. Bring it on. I think some of the complaints I've seen this week have been that um, why are they animating an episode that there's already a few versions of when they could be doing sort of the Dalek Master Plan or Marco Polo or something like that. Um, but I guess the counter-argument is that use Tom Baker while he's still here. Well, <laughs> um, exactly. And, uh, and record the, the bits that didn't get recorded the first time round. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's... Uh, I'm always... <laughs> I was worried for a while that they were going to U-tree Tom Baker, that he was going to be at the sort of <laughs> centre of something. I was thinking... I was basically thinking, like... Wouldn't it be terrible if a doctor got caught up? Yeah, and, and obviously I'd done it. Yeah. Wouldn't it be terrible if a doctor had been part of something like that? What yeah. would you then do with all the stuff that you've got? And I was thinking who would be most likely, and I sort of landed on Tom Baker. 
Right. <laughs> uh, and I was sort of, for, for a while, sort of perpetually worried that he, you know, I was going to have to chuck out a load of DVDs or, or something <laughs> or, you know. There's, um, so. It's funny even watching um, some of the DVDs from a few years ago when you watch the uh, the extras on them. Because um, recently I was watching maybe the Power of Crawl or the Armageddon Factor. Um, and Tom, there's a, a vintage interviews, you know, from from the time from the seventies of Tom Baker, um, and he's on sort of Pebble Mill at one and, and these programs, and uh, he talks about how one of the, the best things about being the doctor, he goes, oh well, I have just unfettered access to children, um, and it's great when they uh, to see the reaction when they see me, he said, and I'm totally trusted around them, and I thought you would never go on TV and say anything like that now if you're uh, the doctor or, or an actor or anybody in the public eye. Um, but yeah, it, such a different time, isn't it? He did, apparently, though. He did take it very seriously, the responsibility of being this character, didn't he? Yeah, that if he was smoking or drinking and, and saw a kid, he'd immediately sort of yeah. hide the drink, hide the cigarette and, and just be be the character for them. Um, it, it, see, that's that's something from a different time in a, in another perspective as well. I really like that idea that he would do that. Yeah, um, I think you hear David Tennant a little bit that he would um, put on his his doctor voice um, as opposed to his native <laughs> Scottish accent for for kids of now course. and again, um, which is quite a nice thing to to do for them. Yeah. How how much pressure? He, he, David Tennant has a son, doesn't he? I think so. He's got he's got about three kids now, hasn't he? With um, George and Moffat. Well, how 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 under how much pressure are his kids going to be to be Doctor Who? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Family it's, tradition. You know, yeah. or, or will his kids just think it's completely natural that everyone in their family is Doctor Who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's. Uh, well, hopefully, it's still going as as they get older and uh, and the opportunities there for them to to go for it yeah see that was always something the the doctor's daughter that just never went anywhere afterwards and she never came back i always wanted to see a little bit more of her yeah the, well i think peter davison tweeted didn't he about a big finish series with her but oh did he yeah but i believe it hasn't been officially announced by big finish i think he sort of jumped oh, right. the gun a little bit um, and now he's not on Twitter anymore. Yeah, um, but uh, I, I think it is in the offing. Um, oh, that would be good. There's a comic strip run at the moment as well, um, which I've just got issue five today, um, called The Lost Dimension. All oh, right. Um, and it's just it's an eight part series, um, and they've brought her back for that. Um, so oh, there's yeah. some some nice bits with her and the Twelfth Doctor. Uh, and a really nice scene where she has a very fleeting contact with the fifth doctor. Um, right. But just, just speaking to each other over the radio, um, where she calls him dad and everything like that. So it's all kind of an in-joke. <laughs> but it's uh, it's a really, really nicely done uh, couple of frames, that as well. Uh, but Excellent. Yeah, she does seem to be having a resurgence in uh, in different different mediums. Um, all right. Which is, which is great that there's all these other outlets now. Um, you know, the... Uh, you, Vasco and Jenny and and Strax are you know it can now be used in in Big Finish, uh, along with the yeah. the modern day unit crew and things like that. So, um, yeah, nothing's ever really sort of left by the wayside for too long in Doctor Who, is it? There's, uh, there's somebody who's, who's going to pick it up and uh, and run with it. 
Yeah, absolutely. So the other uh, sort of short blog that I liked on, on on your website was the one about almost meeting Russell T Davis. <laughs> well, it was odd because it was I just I had this. It's not even an anecdote. <laughs> I saw him at a gig and didn't have the guts to go up and talk to him, and I just had that in my head. And then I worked out. I knew that Doctor Who was new back on the screens at that point and I worked out then when it would be because of course it was um I could sort of date when the gig was yeah so I've sort of I've sort of vowed ever since then that when I see a famous um I will sort of you know if I want to tell them that I think that the thing that they do is good I'm just going to go up to them and do it yeah and then leave leave really quickly not not bother people get out of there but you know, actually go up and tell people that I'd like this thing that you do. Because, you know, surely everyone likes to hear that at some point, and I feel, you know, nicer for having said it. Yeah. So you haven't met anybody else from Doctor Who, any, any casting crew or anything like that any, any other times? No, I don't I don't think I have. I did, like I said, get Sylvester McCoy's uh, autograph yeah. outside Manchester Opera House. Um and I don't, I don't think there's been anyone else at all. Um, the, you don't generally find them walking around Manchester that much. No, well, they don't definitely don't get them walking around Carlisle. So. <laughs> <laughs> Although, um, they uh, Christopher Eccleston was filming. Um, I think he's done a couple of series in Cumbria. I know one of them was Safe House, um, and two or three people I know saw him wandering around Keswick, which, which isn't too far from where I live. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I didn't see him. But I definitely, um, I mean, I, I think he's a brilliant actor in loads of stuff I've seen. Um, so it'd be, be nice to get the opportunity to to, to say that. Um, I yeah. went to uh, a few years ago, well, not that long ago. I went to see Mark. It was Mark Gatiss in conversation or an evening with Mark Gatiss over in the north, right? Um, which was at his old school. I started by his career and everything. I got to meet him afterwards, and it wasn't long oh, after nice. an Adventure in Space and Time had been on. Um, so it was really nice to have the opportunity to say to him how much I'd absolutely loved that um, that story um, that obviously he wrote. Uh, just I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Real um, one of the real highlights of the fiftieth anniversary. Well, funnily enough, I found myself. Uh, I went to the theatre in Manchester a few weeks ago, and it came out the theatre. I realized, read my read Twitter, and Mark Gatiss had obviously been in the same performance. He'd obviously been tw- in 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 not in the well, not in the performance. He'd he'd been watching the play as well. He'd been at the same sort of matinee that I had. Ah, right. So I'd been, and it's a tiny little theatre as well. Um, so I'd been within hundred yards of him and not known, and I was yeah. gutted. <laughs> I was really annoyed with myself because they're up fil- filming League of Gentlemen. Ah, um, of course, yeah. So you know they must all, you know, all be sort of. I mean, it's not that far out of Manchester, really, where they film it. So, yeah. and I was just absolutely gutted that I'd not. And then I was walking through Manchester, looking on every street corner for him, yeah. imagining I was going to be able to bump <laughs> into him. Whereabouts do they film that? Where Where is the real West Invasion? I think I think it's a place called Hadfield. Right. If I've got. So sort of, if, if my memory serves correct, as you sort of go out between sort of Manchester and Sheffield, I think it's one of those, um, 
sort of smaller towns in between there. I think that's, I think I've got that right. So they're, they're back out there in the same place, filming all that sort of uh, stuff again. Mm. So that that's, I mean, that's obviously going to be fantastically exciting as well. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's uh, that was on when I was at university, and uh, yeah, we the whole house used to get together and watch that, and uh, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. W- wonderful stuff. I think my I think my girl already really likes Mark Gatiss. Yeah, which is the uh, is it the Empress of Mars? Yeah. I mean, I thought that was such a, a cracking romp of an yeah. episode. Um, and she really got into that. And then she did... See, funnily enough, she wasn't that bad watching The Unquiet Dead. Mm. You know, which is... You know, she didn't cool. like the zombies. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you want to call them zombies. But she wasn't that sort of bothered by that. But yeah i think i think so i think you know i think i've billed him as one of my favorites in general so i think she's sort of taken that on yeah it's it's a creepy one isn't it um the unquiet dead i guess that's different does doctor who does more of that sort of creepy stuff you don't get many jump scares probably that one in the um you mentioned in the girl in the fireplace yeah where the hand under the bed that's probably one of the few sort of jump scares like that they, they tend to shy yeah, it's not, a little bit, don't not they? Not a common thing. Um, the Crimson Horror, there's something a bit like that, actually. That's a Mark Gatiss episode. Um, I think it's something under a door or something that, that, that goes to grab them. Um, yeah, but it is it is more it is more creepy ideas, isn't it? Uh, you know, like the zombies and the uh, things being taken over. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a different kind of scary. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was nice. I uh, saw Rob Shearman on Twitter as well. It, um, uh, liked the um, the blog he'd done on his episode, Dalek. Yeah, yeah. I was absolutely, absolutely made up with that. Yeah. I've not... Um, my little uh, my little girl lives uh, between my ex-wife and I, um, and uh, uh, hence an episode every two weeks. Uh, she's she's yeah. with us half the time. And uh, I've not actually been with her to show her that yet, that, that he likes what she said about it. Yeah. So I'm sort of quite excited. I'll go and get her tomorrow. And I, I just think that's a, a really lovely... People don't have to say things like, like that. People don't even have to respond. Yeah. And it's not like I'm going to start hounding him. And it was just really lovely that he did respond. So I'm sort of quite excited about showing her that. Yeah, that's oh, that's brilliant, and that's a nice thing to kind of record for uh, the next blog as well, I guess. But, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I did, I did go back and did screenshot the uh, tweet where he'd say it and insert yeah. it in the uh, that particular review. So yeah. uh, that's there. So quite, I'm very, very pleased with that. That's brilliant. Great. So um, I should say you can find the blog. It's um, daddaughterdoctor.wordpress.com. Yep, absolutely. We can find you on Twitter as at dad. Sorry, at dad daughter doctor, where the doctor's yep. dr. Um, on the yep, blog, it's absolutely. doctor written out, isn't it? Right. But say that again. Sorry. Uh, on the blog, it's it's doctor. Fully yeah, written a, out, yeah, isn't the, it? yeah. The blog's a full doctor. I set up the blog first before getting a Twitter yeah. handle. Um, anyway, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's spelled differently in those places. Uh, so I'll put links to both of those uh, on the show notes as well. Brilliant. 
That's great. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Well, I was thinking another time uh, we should we should do this again and we should get her on as well when we've seen some more stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. That'd be brilliant. I think that'd be a really lovely thing to do when we're sort of a couple more series in or so. So I think that'd be, uh, I'll, I'll hold you to that at some point. No, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be excellent. That'd be great. I will, uh, thank you very much. And uh, okay, thanks for listening at home. All right, cheers, yeah, thanks. Thank you.